to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode 29 of the Play It By Your podcast, and uh, we welcome you once again to our uh, corner of the world where we uh, practice, I believe Brady used the word tomfoolery on my birthday greeting. <laughs> I think that's usually what we do here. Uh, thank you, by the way. I, if I were to pick anyone whose face I would like to be on, it would be Gene Rayburn's body, and I certainly that, of course, came from one of our previous posters, but... Uh, Thank you again for that. No problem. My favorite part of that was like, nice picture, Eric. There were people thought that was an actual photo of you <laughs> holding one of those sticks. It's like, that's great. <laughs> so then people think I have a body of a 75-year-old. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, they couldn't tell. It was all wrapped in polyester. So. Yeah, exactly. A 75-year-old with a wide polyester lapel. That's very good. Um, yeah, but again, thank you for that. Uh, my last birthday in the 40s. Of course, Brady, you're already there. You've been there for a few months, but uh, yeah, Todd, you're Big. still you're still on the other side of all that. But uh, yeah, I'm creeping up quick. <laughs> all right, uh, housekeeping duties aside. Of course, let me say hello to my uh, partners once again. Brady, welcome. Hello. <laughs> That's a very very uh, happy wave there, Todd. Aloha. The the Reagan Bush shirt seems to be your shirt of I, choice in most of these episodes for whatever yeah, reason. My uh I was in here taking a selfie with it uh using a Snapchat filter that gives you a red, white, and blue American flag beard, and I thought it would look good with this shirt. And then my wife, right before we started, right before they went into lockdown, you know, quiet time and so we could record, I was told that I wore this uh, a couple episodes ago. So uh <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Um, oh, well, it, I'm wearing my T-shirt that says adultish, which usually kind of figures into this podcast. Well, I, I oddly enough, ish than adult. But. Uh, oddly enough, I have sported the Reagan Bush shirt, uh, I think, like I said, a couple episodes ago. And uh, uh, oddly enough, though, we we don't get political on here. It's, and probably people that know us probably are quite surprised by that. So I, I, I would say right, we get all of our political conversations out amongst ourselves, I guess. Yes. You're welcome, listeners. Yes. <laughs> very, probably very happy about that. All right. Uh, housekeeping duties on the bottom of the screen there are in on, on audio. You can find us on anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio and the iHeartRadio app. And most anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I hope all of you enjoyed the playlist that uh, was provided from our last episode in topic number one, um, songs your, that are your favorite that no one knows. And uh, I did put that. It was a, a YouTube music playlist, but I'm also going to list it out there. Or By the time you hear this, I probably have already done it, but uh, list it out there in Spotify as well, since that's our, our biggest uh, provider as far as our podcast goes. That's what I'm waiting for. 
Spotify yeah. playlist. Yes. Uh, video, YouTube, uh, search play by your podcast, follow our channel and get notifications as to when the video podcast comes out. Social media, Facebook at play by your podcast, Twitter at play it by your pod two and Instagram at play it by your podcast with underscores after all those words, interact with us through email uh, the address there is played by your podcast 2020 at gmail.com or leave a voice message. Click what? on the link or click the link at your podcast provider. And again, it. where we, we, we keep saying it. We haven't had a voice message in a while. Maybe, uh, maybe someone will leave us a voice message about songs that they like that no one else knows. All right. I thought that was a thought that would uh, create some conversation, but. I, I believe Buzz. so far at, at the time of our taping here, it seems like only the gummy bears have created buzz. So. <laughs> we, uh, buzz, we, sports, <laughs> whatnot. The, uh, it was funny because I, and I'll never remember the song, but a couple of nights ago, say and I were putting together a, a hot tub playlist, like something that we could just kind of put on and put on shuffle. And, uh, and we were looking up some different songs and I, and I, I came across a song and I, it, I'm like, why does this song sound so familiar? Why does the name in the band sound so familiar? And I could not remember. I'm like, is it? Do we listen to this on the way to Indianapolis? Do we? And come to find out, it was one of your songs on the on the playlist. And again, I say that to say that I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but anyway, just so happened to it's weird that I never heard of the song. And then so you you mentioned it on the podcast, and then a couple nights later, I see it on my you know, on uh, Spotify. So I can't think of the name of the song. Yeah, it was. All right. So we are in order. And again, another thing I love about this software, I can put us in order of our topics. So Brady is there in the number one position. I am in the middle. Todd will round us out here today. So uh, Brady, you're number one. I'm here in the cat bird seat. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Um, here at Play By Your Podcast, we like the nightlife. We like to boogie. Um, <laughs> so this is going to go nostalgic. Uh, we grew up in a very unique, but very, uh, what, what should I say, familiar place to most of you listeners. It's about growing up in small town Brown County and what our nightlife was back in the day. But looking back, it's so atypical because, yes, here in small town America, we had the nightclub scene. That's right. The teenage nightclub scene. And this is basically a in, you know, this is a night in the life of what we did as teenagers. And uh, what did we do to occupy our nights? What did it look like? What was the nightlife and the boogieing like? I can fairly certainly say that what we did on a typical night as teenagers is not what we wanted to be doing. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I just got a great. A, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with whatever you want to make of that comment. But uh, uh, did I? <laughs> can I chime in here real quick? Because Eric, you just brought up something, and, and have we told on any of the podcast episodes? Eric, have I told the Eastern Kentucky story? on the podcast yet. I don't believe you have. You know what I'm talking about? Eastern Kentucky University. Uh, well, no, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I don't believe that uh, 
you have told that story. And and this is probably the topic in which to tell that story. So it, it could be. I'm just not sure whether I should wait and when we talk about some of the activities we did or I should just go ahead and say it tell it real quick. So but. many activities. <laughs> now, I, I, I think it'll fit into the conversation as we go along. So just kind of to hold on hold, hold on back. to that. But but as soon as you said that, like we we are we did not do what we wanted to be doing, I thought instantly of that night. <laughs> I, I, this has got my uh, interest up, so I I I'm feeling the pressure to lead this off heavy. So um, you know, we were lucky enough where uh, Eric and I we had a couple friends that was a year older than us, and they got their driver's licenses first. So we started experiencing our freedom for the nightlife and the boogie when we were about fifteen. And um, so, what did a night out look like to us? So let's start off first. By the fine dining, um, there is one place to go and be seen and uh, do your uh, culinary cuisine intake. And that was the Pizza Hut at Georgetown. So there was usually not a week or a weekend night that went by during the summer, especially where we did not end up at the hut at some point to be seen and to be eating. Correct? Uh, correct. Now, again, the... The lay of the land here in Brown County in 1980-whatever, um, Pizza Hut was the first high dining that we had <laughs> in Brown County, uh, I, unless you count Gold Star. I don't know if you count Gold Star and all that or not. But, I was uh, going to throw Gold Star in there to the because, I mean, it wasn't the hangout spot that Pizza Hut was, but it was no. definitely a, a weekly, usually a weekly or close to it uh, place to hit. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. So, uh Back in the day, of course, Mount Orb is the uh, hub of Brown County now when it comes to going places and things and whatnot. But back in the day, it was Georgetown. That, of course, Pizza Hut was the first, like I said, high dining. Uh, yeah, as I remember, we high dining. We're not talking about impaired dining. We're talking <laughs> about not not in our case anyway. Maybe someone, but uh, yeah. Um, Early 80s, 81-ish, 82-ish, maybe when Pizza Hut opened. It could have been before that, actually. I don't know, but it was somewhere around in there. So uh, that was, like Brady said, that was the place to be first. First. And then there were some other places later on, but I'll, I'll let you proceed. So, you know, you would eat at the Hut not, not only to get your pizza on, but like I said, to be seen because there would be the female types from Georgetown and Ripley and Western brand. They, the, the ladies would come in that way. So enjoy a breadstick and check out a chick. That's not very politically <laughs> correct, but you know, not, that, that was our all. life back then. Not at all. And then, um, <laughs> why did I just get an Al Bundy flash across my face? They're like at the pizza hut, you can eat a breadstick and look at a chick. Yeah. So, uh, and then, um, you know, on some nights we would hit the gold store or Eric, the two, uh, what we used to call gold. Sorry. It was the chili dump. Chili dump. Yes. Did we go to the chili dump. That was our, uh, that was our, uh, moniker for it. Um, so, and then of course, after you ate at the hut, you would cruise Georgetown, the two, three block radius in your cars and hope once again to be seen, okay. see and be seen. So, so I have a theory here, and and you can chime in on this theory, Todd. I, again, I don't know. You're you're just a shade younger, so I don't know if that plays into your nightlife when you were that age or not. But uh, what killed cruising in Georgetown? 
I have a theory. I think it was the federales cracking down on our loitering and blocking the uh, thoroughfares by slowly driving in squares. Um, not my thought. Although they did, I'll give you that. Not my thought. Todd, do you have a, a guess as to what well, my theory is? I, I don't, but I was going to say, see, I I, I missed that because I don't remember cruising in Georgetown a whole lot. Um, first off, I apologize to any of our Georgetown listeners, but I never got along with people <laughs> in Georgetown. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> never got along with them. I was going to say, though, and, and this probably could come in later, but one thing that you didn't mention about Pizza Hut was – I remember more of an after basketball game uh, yeah. gathering place uh, yep. for not only for not only the team, you know, but also friends and fans and families and things like that. And which was odd to have to go to a completely different town after your own, you know, basketball games. But there was just nothing around. But again, it's I don't. A I don't. Lot of culture. Yeah, I I think I remember. I know I remember riding over there, Eric. You know, I would have been hanging out with you guys, so I'm sure I did cruise Georgetown a little bit, but I don't remember it being a cruising mecca like it must have been. Well, certainly, I, not, certainly not Hillsboro, but uh, yeah, it, yeah. It was a fair amount, or even Sardinia back in the day. I mean, back in like my brother's heyday. Uh, uh, I mean, Sardinia was a big cruising yeah. town, and, and really? that, that, that's an interesting point. Because I that, that that popped in my mind here, and Brady, I don't know if Mindy was of the age or not, but I'm I'm thinking back to when my brother and sister, like in the mid to late seventies, I remember after Eastern basketball games going to the restaurant in Macon, that is where the first stop is now. Yeah. Now Brady, you're making a face like you don't even remember that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, there, there was a restaurant there. I, I can't recall what it was. I think I think it was called the Crossroads Restaurant. If I yes, remember. now that yes, now that well, name rings bell. Well, there was a restaurant on back and making there too. On back on the other side of the railroad tracks. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a residence now. I actually know the people that live there. Yeah, yeah, but that restaurant wasn't there very long. But no, short-lived restaurant there for years. Of course, that was before the four-lane thirty-two was there. So. Yeah. The crossroads was 32 and 62. Oh, man. So, yeah. But so, um, so what, what is your theory, Eric? Yeah. What killed, what killed cruising, Eric? Don't leave us hanging. What, what killed cruising in Georgetown was that stoplight they put up on the corn, on the, on that curve in the road. Oh, and yeah. Like that yeah. intersection, but they put a stoplight up there for some reason. I don't know that there was enough traffic there to warrant a stoplight. I think they did it on purpose to kill the cruising. Um, do you remember cruising Georgetown on the couple occasions that I was driving the 63 convertible? Yes. That I was allowed to take that cruising um, in Georgetown a couple times. And I remember you were crapping bricks the whole time you were driving it. Yes. Yeah. T- tallying on my sister here a little bit, uh, she took the um, w- when she was a high schooler, she took the sixty three to Wilmington one time when the Bengals were because she had a a, a crush on uh, Chris Collinsworth and was hoping to catch, you know, Chris Collinsworth's attention. Did and uh, that, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That, <laughs> so uh, we all had our teen crushes. Mine was not Chris Collins, words the same, but um, so so was 
or the years before I would have been in high school and, and playing basketball were, were Eastern and Georgetown people cool. To, wait, wait, was it kosher? Or did they get along? Because again, there was, there was uh, no, it was an uneasy, it was an uneasy piece. Um, I actually have a friend who shall remain nameless for obvious reasons. Speaking of cruising Georgetown in a convertible, um, when he was at a stoplight, a one of those Georgetown toughs punched him in the face at a stoplight. <laughs> so, toughies, one of those ruffians and ne'er do wells. You know, I, I I had some friends from Georgetown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that were. Again, there was a rivalry there. I yeah, it, it was silly high schools. I mean, for Pete's sake, our senior, there was the soccer brawl, the oh, uh, bench clearing brawl. Um, at the uh, after we had vanquished them, our side had vanquished them, and there was a in the uh, congratulations line. There was a uh, some fisticuffs and a Donnybrook. <laughs> uh, I had already been ejected from that game. I remember that. So, would you do fiscus? Um, question, called it. questioning the heritage of another player from Georgetown. <laughs> ah, huh? Well, uh, question, questioning his mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Your went there. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I believe the worst part was having to, uh, it was not getting thrown out of the game. It was having to walk over to my dad, who was the coach and tell him why I got thrown out. <laughs> That was worse. <laughs> so you're questioning the parentage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't we call you Eric the Red after the card that you received? <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was a missed opportunity, I believe. It was. Um, Not that I ever fancied myself a soccer player. I probably was better off having been thrown out of the game. But uh, You mentioned that, though, like about being friends with, uh, again, maybe it was – Maybe it was just me, but I, I wasn't friends with anybody from other schools. Now I hated everybody I, from every other school but Eastern. <laughs> I mean, there were people. There were there were people that I got along with. Um, you know, I, I, a couple of the Ripley basketball players were really cool. Got along with them. I mean, there were there were players that I played against that there was mutual respect and and we always got along and you know high five and you know people didn't fist bump much back then, but you know it was a there was a again a, a mutual respect. But I I was not friends with anyone from any other schools. And I, I have a theory why. Why is that? Well, the reason why is because he did not have the experience we did. He did not have the Brown County nightclub scene to reach well, that melting pot of respect. That, that, that is true. That so is I, I don't want to do any more teasers, but yes, there was a teen nightclub scene in 1980s Brown County. And if I remember correctly. And Claremont. Um, and, yeah, we did venture off into there. But like on a weeknight, I believe it was Wednesday night. And maybe Friday night, and um, and people are gonna laugh at this. It was at the site of the '68 Club before it was <laughs> it became the '68 Club of um of a uh, poor reputation. Ill and uh, yeah, yeah, and it was called Chantilly's. It was a teen nightclub, and there was Eric. Do you ever recall a problem there? I, I do not re- recall one. Stink guy, violent class. incident. What was that? I lost my class ring there, but uh, oh, you did. Yeah. I so, did. uh, I remember that, but yeah, there was Chantilly's there between Georgetown. Georgetown. What? Somebody from Georgetown probably stole it from you, Eric. <laughs> well, there, there's a story there that I won't tell in this venue, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later. Um, but 
Yeah, there was Chantilly's at nightclub, and that was, if I remember right, like I said, Wednesdays and Fridays, because I believe on a Saturday it became an adult, you know, an 18 and up club. And on Monday nights in Ripley, it was Rascals, or as Rascals. we called it, Rascules. Rascules. <laughs> Rascules. And um, that was on a Monday night where there was tunes spun and dancing to be done and making fun of the people that play pool instead of socialized. <laughs> how did um, you guys find, how did you guys find, I can't imagine too many people that when you guys were in high school going around and talking the way that we talk, I can't imagine too many people were impressed. I can't imagine too many people if you walked by and said, hey, you want to go to Rascules, that they wouldn't have just completely thought, yeah, you're not funny and walked away. And no. the reason I wasn't doing on a particular night what I wanted to do. <laughs> but I'm saying, how did you find somebody seven, eight years younger than you that completely gets that kind of humor? And you know what I mean? Like it would have been hard enough to make, it would have been hard enough to get people your own age to, to, to buy you're, into it. You were drawn to us like the uh, the salmon of Capistrano, Todd. Yeah, you, you were an old soul, I guess. I mean, so, I, you, um, you see it. I crack every time you say the Flintstones, I lose my stuff and, and crack up laughing. <laughs> and I, nobody else will. I mean, nobody laughs at that. Nobody thinks it's funny. But for whatever reason, we do. Well, I mean, well, I mean we. How many listeners do we have? Someone thinks it's funny. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, there are more closet people out there that like our humor. <laughs> than you would think. At Rascals, um, <laughs> you know, we, like I said, we would the, the, there was always a dude that we kind of made fun of, and there was nothing wrong with this guy. But keep in mind, you know, we were pretty progressive. We 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 were we were not knuckle dragging Neanderthals that went around looking for fights, and we were not, you know drag racing for the hand of a fair maiden like in 50s movies but there but there was a group that always played pool and we always thought that that was rather backward thinking and because this one dude we always saw had a pool stick in his hand he was forever he will forever be known as needleman because <laughs> he had a pool needle stick in his hand and he i still don't remember his name but i know him as needleman yeah of course you know we're 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 saying these comments about these people, and we were much more forward sitting in the shadows at a table watching <laughs> everything happen. Oh, uh, yeah. in, in, in debating, uh, you know, challenging each other's manhood because we didn't. If you didn't ask a girl to dance by the end of the night, there was a certain title bestowed upon you. Don't and, say it. Yeah. yeah, that. I I'm sorry I missed that because I was just getting ready to say that there were no. Uh, do you remember about late – it would have been late 90s. Well, between 95 and 2000, there was a teen dance club opened up in Eastgate, um, and I can't think of the name of it at all. But that's the only it place won. I ever remember being that way. Yeah, it was. Huh? You went? It was intimidating because we became smaller fish in a big, much bigger pond. Not that mm -hmm. we were huge fish, but we were very comfortable in our pond. And when we ventured outside of our pond, the rules got blurry a little bit, you know. Well, and not to mention the YMCA teen dance. Oh, <laughs> which was my favorite. It was my favorite because it was a perfect blending of Brown County Utes and Claremont County Utes. And um, not big uh, city Claremont County Utes, country Claremont County Utes. Some, you know, it was good times. Like good the Tavia time. Berg area. Yeah, Batavia. Batavia Berg. Berg. Yes. Back when um, Batavia was 
not city. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I missed out on all that. There was literally nothing to do when I was, I mean, shy of your, yeah. you know, fairs, your, your festivals, things throughout the year, there was nothing really just to do on an average night. Uh, the cruising thing, which I'll go into my story now, Eric, but you know, we cruised in Hillsboro, uh, and eventually the cruising shifted away from everywhere and it shifted out of Brown County, out of Highland. And you had to go to East Cape to cruise, which like you said, you know, the, talking about the, you know, small fish in the bigger, the bigger pond. But I remember one time distinctly, uh, uh, <laughs> myself and Eric, Eric was driving and, uh, teammate good friend of ours uh was with us and we were down at eastgate somewhere it seems like it was did we end up in the bigs parking lot pulled over talking to someone i I believe it was yes i think it was the bigs parking lot and we get out and eric would have been in college i'm sure maybe finishing up college and so we get to talking to these girls i don't know how we got the nerve to do it but I'm thinking it had something to do with the other guy and I won't mention his name, but he was pretty, you know, he was a little more the type that would just kind of yell out and, and, yeah. And, um, so we're talking to these girls and I think there were three of them, maybe two. I don't know if it was three girls, three guys, but it was maybe two girls and the three of us and, and, uh, whatever it was, I believe Eric, for some reason, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you deemed you were a little older than the girls were. Or something like that. I think, you know, so it was kind of like, you know, the other guy and myself, we were trying to get phone numbers from these girls. And we happened to have on our basketball shooting shirts that say Eastern, they said Eastern basketball across the front of them. And so we told these girls, they asked where we, you know, what school we went to. We told them Eastern. And to make a long story short, we're pretty sure they thought they thought we met Eastern Kentucky University. They, they thought we were in college. So yep. at that point, Eric's skill came into play there because he was able to then actually speak like a college student where me and the other guy were, you know, whatever, juniors in high school and had no clue anything about college at all. So we're trying to keep the, uh, you know, keep the game up that we are, we are college students and uh, it, we weren't very successful. And the reason we know we weren't very successful is because we got phone numbers. So we thought <laughs> they bought it. They believed that we were, you know, believed that we were Eastern Kentucky basketball players. And um, so we get these numbers. And I believe it seems like Brady, we went to your house. I remember your basement. Uh, uh-huh. calling, calling these girls and come to find out they had given us uh, wrong numbers. They had given us numbers that just whoever it was and, and uh so then we realized yeah we, we realized it. <laughs> a richard's construction <laughs> we, we realized that they did not buy our the story in their place they did not believe Indeed. that we were eastern kentucky uh, uh you know students and um we felt pretty stupid but at least hey at least they didn't tell us to our face hey you guys are losers and liars and laugh at us so yeah, they just yeah. laughed at you after after they left. <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting here thinking about it, and even recounting this. Here's the amazing part: in the year 2020, take COVID out of it. Let's go back two years ago. Would a teen nightclub scene even be able to exist these days? I know it, it would be a liability nightmare. Well, uh, would would teens go to a nightclub? First of all, that's I mean, true. They, 
They are drawn to different things now than yeah, they got the interwebs and TikTok. They don't need nightclubs. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. So uh, another last word on that Hillsborough cruising scene, which which was huge. I mean, it was very huge for a while, a long while. Um, and then the the city. I don't know if you remember this or not, Brady and Todd. You may. Uh, they instituted a no right turn from this hour to that hour. And that was designed to kill the cruising, which it, it did. It did. I mean, and what goes around comes around because now the people in charge nostalgically look back at cruising and now they have family cruise at night in Hillsborough. Yep. Yeah. I've seen some pictures. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it, the last one, I did not enjoy Hillsborough cruising too much. Um, I, I just felt out of my element. And, okay, guys, please look in my eyes, my our listeners. This is not an insult. But I always felt like I wasn't, like, truck and boots enough for the Hillsborough cruising scene. <laughs> I, I would, that, that, you know, I, you know, just wasn't my... I, I just don't. I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, Hillsborough cruising. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, to me, growing up, I mean, Hillsborough always just it, it wasn't Hillsborough, just the, the location of it. Always just, even though a 30, 35 minute drive, always seemed like just a different. You know, just didn't we go that way much. We didn't go that direction much. I mean, there, yeah. there, there certainly was a different vibe. And and that that's a very good point you make. The vibe at, in Hillsboro with the cruising was much more countryfied, if if that's a word. Way. Not, no, I'm not no. we're not saying like knuckle dragging Greddick. No, not that. No. Just we and Bro were a bit more suburban, if that makes yeah. any sense. Right. Yeah, we were we were kinda in that middle territory. I mean, we we ventured into Claremont County and we kind of fit in i guess a little bit yeah but if we got too far down there we didn't really fit in <laughs> like yeah. Todd's story suggests well i would say if you were you know if you were eastern kentucky basketball stars you fit in quite nicely <laughs> <laughs> yeah right remember okay, the whole well, way home we're like me and again the other guy were like man they bought it they believed it can you believe it they they i can't remember if they were college students or not i can't remember what the deal was but I, I believe they were. They they were early college students. I if think I so. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yep. So let us know your memories of cruising in the Broome County nightclub scene. Any of our listeners, any of our earbuds out there that was around for that, we would like to hear your stories. Did you know us back then? Or did you dine at the Crossroads restaurant after an Eastern basketball game in 1977? Or you <laughs> sup at the chili... all right so that's our 20 minutes for that topic so that brings us to topic topic. yeah cruise on the yeah good very good nicely nicely played all right so our second topic which is mine and the topic is would you rather oh these are all yeah Okay, so I have 250 would-you-rather questions. Obviously, as Brady said before we started recording, I don't think we'll get through them all. 
but uh, we will we will try our best here. So it's been a while since we've done this. It it has been a while. I'll receive you, which is why we're kind of visiting it again. Yes. All right. So I guess uh, the way this will be set up is I will just give you the would you rather, and then each of you will chime in or just have a small discussion about the would you rather. Is that good? That's good with me. All right. So here we go. Would you rather question number one? I get my computer windows in line here. Numero uno. All right. Would you rather have telekinesis, which for those who are not schooled, the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Telekinesis. Okay, why? Um, just think about all of the. Uh, this might sound lazy, but you could just be sitting on your couch. I need to move that stack of wood. And then you can just do it. Um, or you can move yourself. I am going to tele- teleport, telekinesis myself to the car and just like float it. Uh, need to move something? Hey, no problem. Oh man, there's a traffic jam. There's a tie up. You get to move it. I like that. Come here, remote. Todd? I'm going with B. Uh, although, I think if you could read somebody's mind, you more than likely, you would probably be disappointed, uh, insulted, all the above. But I still I, think I it would be... insulted. <laughs> yeah. But I would think it would also... It would be a valuable... A much more valuable tool than being able to just move things with your mind. You know, as far as um, making money. I think, you know, uh, being just just being successful in life, being successful with a career, anything like that. I think, you know, while it would be rough and it would be a slap in the face knowing what people are thinking about you a lot of the times, it would also give you an upper hand on them. All right. So would it make you course we're all in the field of education would it make you the world's greatest teacher because you would know what your students were thinking or would you, you know, truly be offended at what they're thinking about you, <laughs> you, you know why you know why <laughs> I, i'll be honest i never even thought about it from from the angle that i'm of my actual career i guess because it's hypothetically speaking so i, w- I was thinking me not being a teacher you know what i mean so right. I didn't really answer it coming from that angle, but I, I see what you're saying. It would be – I don't know. I don't know that I would want it if I were a teacher. If things, if I were a teacher, all things being the same, I don't think I would choose that. But if if we're talking hypothetically and I was not a teacher and I was – you know, If you were tele- – if, if you had telepathy, you wouldn't need to be a teacher. You could make your money other ways. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and make much more money. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that – would have been an outstanding power to have going back to our previous topic when we were teenagers. I mean, in elementary school, it would have saved sending those notes. Do you like me? Yes or no. I mean, I guess you would know that already. So yeah, (laughs) you would send a note saying, have have the girl circle or. You would know that. 
you would just send a note saying you like me. <laughs> well, we go about it. You don't like me. Or maybe your loss. Maybe plant the seed. Just send the note you like me and see what they think. <laughs> maybe yeah. they will. Maybe It'd they won't. Weird. What? How'd they do that? But here's what you put. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. I, 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 <laughs> I, I guess it's a sliding scale because when I was younger, I feel having that power would be beneficial. Now, in my old age and being lazier than I used to be, I think having telekinesis would be much more valuable. Like you Brady can, said, it where's the remote? There's the remote right in my hand. <laughs> think about how much money I could have won at uh, cornhole tournaments with telekinesis. Everything was going in yeah. that hole. <laughs> well, and I'm pretty sure my dad had telekinesis because he would say, uh, man, I would like to tr- uh, channel turned and it got magically turned without him even getting up. So uh, that was me. I was his, uh, I was, say, was, I was his mind telekinesis. I was his mind bullet. <laughs> yeah. Back back in the old days. When yep. You had to have a, a mobile remote control. <laughs> well, because right. the clicker, as we all called them back in the day, was about 17 pounds. And, uh, Indeed. Wherever it sat, it sat. Yes. <laughs> okay. Next, would you rather? Here's an interesting question. Would you rather... Swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup. I know what Brady would say. (laughs) That's why I asked the question, just to see that face. I I can answer this quickly. Um, I'm going to go with Nutella because I would rather have Nutella stuck on my newt than (laughs) than maple syrup. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah Let me put it this way. roses are red violets are purple <laughs> i'd swim in nutella before i'd swim in maple circle <laughs> true that true that well here's my simple reason is uh, along the same lines as what brady's saying i've probably shared with you guys my issue with i don't like being sticky i don't like things my hands being sticky my neck being sticky um and i think nutella would be less sticky than maple syrup it would be smoother (laughs) yeah Uh, what about you eric uh definitely the uh, nutella yeah (laughs) yeah not 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 all in for that being sticky thing either (laughs) i don't i don't go to the lengths of eating donuts with napkins in my hand but uh <laughs> not the brady liming level of hate sticky but uh, I, I don't like being sticky. all right next would you rather would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week oh that's easy I'm blessed with non-sweaty feet. I could wear the same pair of socks for a month, and one would be none the wiser until maybe, unless, you know, extreme circumstances. So I'm definitely going to go to the socks. <laughs> oh, man. I <laughs> I don't know I'm, why I'm laughing. I just feel a, a wheel turning. I'm, I'm blessed altogether. I... Uh, my wife gets angry because she says, I, I don't stink. I don't. Um, so I could probably pull off both. Uh, but just 
I would have to go with the socks. I mean, yeah. But if I had to, I could pull off either. Literally. And I'm like you, Todd. I I I don't have bad body odors, so I I, I think I, I could do either. But uh, the socks, I think, <laughs> would be more uh, more doable. I guess. Yes. So here's a I would feel here's more a, fresh. fresh. <laughs> you have that not so fresh feeling. Here's a question, though. Do you get to take them on and off, or is it straight? I know that's not neither here nor there, but I mean, like that, that could make a difference. Like, well, you would have to be able to take them on because it didn't say you have to soil yourself in them. No, I don't mean <laughs> soil yourself. <laughs> so you, you have to take your socks off to keep from soiling yourself. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I'm saying if you were forced to keep your, um, mean, your I mean, undergarments on constantly and not be able to manipulate them so things could escape. You know, that's not what I meant, though. I mean, I'm talking about using them like you normally would. They have the same function as they always do. But do you have to, like, can you can you take them off and turn them around or turn them inside out or, or like, you know, <laughs> can you can you manipulate them in any way? Can you? Because it doesn't say you can't shower. You just yeah. have to use the same underwear and socks. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering because like you could take them off and let them hang on the old clothesline for a few days. <laughs> okay. Next. 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 Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um. I think I gotta go bite the tongue. Oh man! <laughs> if you want to hear, some, if you want to hear some fancy cussing, be around me when I bite my tongue. Actually, not even my tongue. So I, I will go bite my tongue as well. But now the inside of my jaw—that makes me angrier than anything else in this world. I think. Because when you bite the inside of your jaw, you just messed up your entire day or two, the next day or two, because it stays swole, and then you do it over and over again. So, uh, yes, I'm going to – but paper cuts, put it this way. Remember the Jackass movies? I was just thinking the same thing, man. Of all of the jackass scenes, the only one that made me almost vomit was the one where they were doing the paper cuts between their toes and their fingers and across their, their lips – that's uh, the only one that almost made me throw up. Yeah. And, 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 and that is a, an interesting take uh, as far as when you bite the inside of your jaw, oh. you do tend to do it over and over again because of the swelling. Mm-hmm. And it is very, very interesting that the clearance in your mouth when you're chewing is so tight. Yeah, that a, a little swelling inside the jaw causes you to bite that same place over and over again. You're, I agree. And like I said, it, it, you're never ready for it. It's, it. Think about it. It's one of the few things that happen to you that you're just not prepared for. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I looked ahead to the next question. <laughs> All right. Wow. Next, next question. Would you rather... Be gassy on a first date 
or on your wedding night? Oh, easy. Easy. Wedding night. Wedding night. Yeah, you're stuck with it then. There's no turning back. <laughs> you're stuck with it. Uh, and, and in the words of one of our friends, uh, nothing of a carnal nature ever happens on your wedding night. <laughs> well, holy flatrimony. I, I don't know. Did Todd, I, I don't know even if, if you know that story or not. Um, I've heard, I've heard that, uh, person saying that before. Yeah. And, uh, that person said that. And my mother was standing behind him when he said it <laughs> at my wedding. So Ooh, nice. <laughs> uh, the timing impeccable as always. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. but first date, I mean, man, you just, I don't know. Here's the, here's the thing. If you're gassy on your first date, you are going to you're going to have a you're going to feel bloated you're going to feel sick you're going to hold it in no matter what you're going to I mean no matter to where your wedding night your number one is just by the nature of the night you're probably going to be able to to find ways to sneak off and, and uh, do your business do your business but conduct again your e- conduct your commerce <laughs> even if you have to conduct your commerce in front of your new bride your blushing bride. Um, um. I think you're more apt to than a, than a brand new, uh, you know, a new date, a new, a new person that you're dating. Um, I got, I got to wrap myself out on something. I forgot where I wasn't podcasting. We were coming in from the, uh, the girl the other day at my job. And we, my job is to make them stop in the restroom before we get back to class. I said, if anyone has to be Dr. Commerce, do so now. They all looked at me funny and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That was, was 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 Mr. Brewer around when you said that? He probably would have laughed. Oh, he oh, he would have, he would have like uh, he would have got fought. So uh, on, on that note, now this is I guess loosely ties in with that. Would you rather question um, that period of time or that point in your relationship with your significant significant other? And I know Todd, you and I probably can commensurate with this brady will not because he he doesn't go in this direction with it it's (laughs) that that period that point in time where you can be gassy around your significant other and not think a thing about it and brady will not go in in that way so he he won't stoop to that level he will not i will remain mysterious and christine in my ear and my, and my like question to, is, how can you marry anybody that you cannot do that in front of? I like to think that uh, I like to think that you're less comfortable than us, though, Brady. I mean, I don't like to think that. I don't want you to be uncomfortable, but I, I would be willing to bet that. Uh, think about what we just said. We were just saying that on your first date, you would hold it in and not do it. Well, imagine doing that for years and years and years and years. Well, no, it's not. I mean, uh, there's tricks. There are parlor <laughs> tricks. Um, I will not share them, obviously, but uh, I think I our listeners would like. I think our listeners would like to know some tricks, man. <laughs> you never know who you're going to help out. No, no, because I don't. That 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 does this part. Of, like, yeah, I, the, 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 there are some boundaries I like about myself. Uh, when I walk through some place, I want people to smell the nice whiff of my perfume, my perfume and my culinary. I don't want them to, yeah. Think about what I had for lunch. 
<laughs> but um, funny thing though, I remember this video on YouTube once where this guy, like his friends, knew it was going to happen, so they were like videotaping it. So when the guy got back from every first date he went on, when he would come in, he would shut the door, and the guy would go off like Gabriel's trumpet. <laughs> they would come to the door and shut it, and it would sound like a foghorn every time the guy was in this for the first date. Nervous stomach, and as soon as he came in, it was like the unleashing of the. Un- <laughs> uh, all right, next question. <laughs> Would you rather? And and you can you can fill in the blanks here on this question. Would you rather? Walk in on your parents or have them walk in on you? Three, fling myself out of the balcony. <laughs> there is no three. You must pick one oh, or the other. Man. Uh, I, feel, I feel like a near anxiety attack coming on. <laughs> like, this makes me so uncomfortable right now. I don't have any question that's got to be on this podcast in 28 episodes. It's just like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pick an answer. Uh, oh, no, I'm not. I, oh, man. <laughs> you feel like I do. You're just trying to play tough. Can we pass? Uh, let's see. No, you cannot pass. Okay, so. I might pass. <laughs> <laughs> Out. Pass out. So here, I'm going to get scientifical here. Um, scientifical. Can you spell I'm, that? I'm going to get. Uh, I can, but I'm going to get. Um, here's what I'm going to say. I'm trying to think now. Which which one? If which choice would end the quickest if the walking in on was done? Was like which? If like I walked in on them, would it end quicker than if they walked in on me? Because whichever <laughs> ends quickest is the one I want. I want it. <laughs> I, like, I hear a Pac-Man dying sound in my mind. That's what I'm. Hearing. I like to think I can. I like to think I can. Can turn around, and jump out of the room, and close the door faster than my parents could turn around, and jump jump out of the room, and close the door. So I think, I think there would be less embarrassment if I walked in. I'm gonna go ahead and pick it. Hell with it. If I yeah, walked in on that, you you read my mind. Next. <laughs> I'm even hiding from the camera. I'm like. Eric, you got to pick on this one, man. You made us that uncomfortable. You got to oh, pick. I, I, there, there is no question with me. I'd, I'd rather have them walk in on me. Really? Uh, yes. I, I, I don't want to see. <laughs> no. No. All right. <laughs> so any listeners out there, if you want to chime in on <laughs> give your pick, I'm sure that's one you want to jump all over. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. (laughs) Would you rather travel the world for free for a year or have $50,000 to spend however you please? Ooh. (laughs) Travel the world for free. Is that what you're going to say? I would probably pick that too, and I, I'm not. I don't think I'm the traveler that Brady is, but I I like to think that that would be if I'm picking if it's the showcase showdown on Family Feud, or I'm sorry, on a uh, Price, Price, Price is Right. I 
I think that the travel around the world for the year is more valuable because I think it would cost you more than $50,000 to travel around the world for a year. Correct. See, all I'm, I'm racking up numbers in my mind. I'm thinking like Australia, New Zealand, Bora Bora, Thai, you know, Thailand. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking all the places that I would love to go that, you know, just getting there's the expense. So yeah, definitely travel the world. Yep. Okay. Well, our, our alarm is going off, but I'm going to, we're going to do one more here. Oh yeah. It's at least of, of a philosophical nature. This, this, this one, I mean, we've, we've been grossed out. We've laughed but now this one makes you think, would you rather go back to the past and meet your loved ones who passed away or go to the future and meet your children or grandchildren to be? <sighs> oh, um, I'm going to say I would rather go back to the past and see people that I've lost that I love because I'm a, if everything goes right, I will eventually see my children's children. Is that, I mean, am I thinking about that right? Or, or is there something I missed there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, the question does say children are granted. Obviously you've already met your children. Uh, chances are you will see your grandchildren if there yeah. are. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I guess maybe in my mind, I went farther down the line. I mean, great grandchildren, great, great grandchildren. I mean, it, that's the, yeah, I didn't think of it that far. I guess you're right. So people that likely I won't be around for yeah. like hundred, if it was more specific, like a hundred years in the future or a hundred years in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that were the case, then I would pick a hundred years in the future. Really? Yeah. Uh, see a hundred years in the past is a safe bet. There's a quantity that, you know, like you've heard stories about that grandparent or that, you know, um, that great aunt that you never met. that was quite a character, but in the future, what if one of your like great, great grandchildren's like Charles Manson, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You, you I think what you're saying is the potential for disappointment is greater in the future then because you do have some working knowledge of what came before you mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. although you still may be disappointed in them true really. yeah. could could uh, uh, and in a way could actually be more disappointing because you could find out that what you thought you knew was wrong the whole time the mythology was incorrect mm -hmm. they were actually not a very nice person or yeah, yeah. deep huh. deep yeah. Do, do we want one more of a one more funny one nature? More. Yeah, we sure. On a funny okay. Would you rather buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could come back from this. Uh, so, so which which is worse? The, the question about your parents or this one? Easily the question about my parents. <laughs> easily, easily. Like, yeah, give me that used toothbrush any day. Um, okay. Go ahead, Todd. This is going to get really gross, but how used are we talking as far as the underwear? <laughs> the, 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 there is no level of usage in the question. 
are we talking about like a half pound bag of sugar free gummy bears used or just like <laughs> <laughs> yes are we talking uh gummy bear review level used from episode yes. 28 i mean or just, or just a little talking- uh sweat are we talking like it looks like they were uh, wearing those when they swam in the pool of Nutella? <laughs> <laughs> or even maple syrup? Maple circle? Or, I, man, I, I'll be honest. I'm not a germaphobe. I was never a germaphobe before. I'm really not a germaphobe now, with even with COVID. Um, uh, <laughs> Brady's face. I would probably pick I would probably rather I would probably go with the toothbrushes. Yeah. I have leaned it there myself. I do another place. And I can slather with toothpaste. It it would cover up the illusion. Yeah. Yeah, because you can you can rinse the toothpaste with hot water. You can rinse the you know, you again you can cover it with, with, with toothpaste. I said, I meant you can rinse the toothbrush with hot water. You can, you can cut it with toothpaste. Do the same with the underwear. True. Yeah. True. Well, I, I could wash the used underwear. Like, if they could be put into the washer and dryer. Eh, I mean, yeah, but are they used to the point? Are they used to the point where the washer would have no effect on them? I mean, like. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'll buy theory here. My, my line of reasoning. With a used toothbrush, you are directly introducing germs into an orifice. With underwear, hey, man. You, you, you are not directly introducing germs into an orifice. There, 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 there is some... And now, I, I know what you're saying, Brady. Okay. But... but <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with the toothbrush. I mean, let's say uh, but we we all assume we have healthy gums, but I mean, if you have bleeding gums, I mean, you have brushed with a used toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there is no situation with the used underwear where, hopefully, you are not that directly introducing germs and microbes and such into your body. See, I might have made a mistake. Part of our job is we have to do uh, these trainings about bloodborne pathogens. I took my quiz a couple weeks ago, so I, I, I think I read a little bit too much about hepatitis. So it's, it's like. Yeah. Well, I soon. think there's there's so many again questions unanswered, which th- that's the point of these. I think. I mean, if we had all the answers, we wouldn't. You know, this game wouldn't be near as fun. But for instance, if you have a year, did you was it a year's worth of underwear? Was there a time? Was there a, something like that on it? it? It just said all. So I guess okay. in, infinity. Infinity. So you could infinity use toothbrushes. So if as long as the person they were that used them did not think of the idea of turning them inside out and wearing them longer that way, you could essentially turn all of them inside out and have damn near brand new underwear uh, to to wear for the rest of the uh, or, or the duration. Or, or it could be said Nutella stained underwear. 
at, at, at which case it would not matter. It's true. <laughs> I guess it depends on the uh, the the thickness of the of the underwear uh, material. <laughs> Brady's about to do some- we, 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 better, we, we better shut this topic down. Brady's going to – we have a piper down. A piper piper down. down. I have oh. a feeling the next one could get gross too, Brady, so you better uh, <laughs> you yeah. better prepare. All right. All right. That was topic number two. Todd? <laughs> All right. Very fun. Very fun topic. Uh, so for number three, we've, you know, we've taken a trip down memory lane, us Brown County folk. And uh, we've answered some tough questions about what we would rather do, uh, including the toughest question I think Brady or I have ever been asked, though at least the most uncomfortable we've ever been in one of these one of these uh, episodes. So we're going to end it with a very lighthearted, uh, almost silly topic. And we will essentially call this the vacation from hell. And there are three questions you have to answer that would describe this vacation. And here are the three questions. You walk in the room, your hotel room. This is on the bed. So blank is on the bed. Blank is in the sink. And blank is in the refrigerator. <laughs> so the goal here is to – we could – a couple of different ways. We could either play a little good game of, of gross out where we try to kind of one-up you know, one-upsmanship as far as how gross we can get. Maybe we want something that we have to make us think, you know a little more deep with our with our thinking here, or maybe just odd, some odd things that we would find in our motel hell, so to speak. Uh, or or can, can I chime in here? Chime yeah. away. And, and maybe you, you start here and then move on to other aspects of your vacation from hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Brady... Do you want to start or do you want me to? Or Eric, one of you guys want to start or you want me to? All right. I, uh, you got I, something to start with? Yeah, I, I think okay. I got to start with. Uh, let, let, let's uh, – I'm going to go the different route, though. I'll step away from gross for a second just because my gag reflex is still kind of like <laughs> – But, okay, I walk in, and on the, ho- on the bed is – a squirrel carcass. And then I go to the sink and it's filled with pimento cheese. <laughs> and then in the refrigerator is nothing but pickled pig's feet. Ah, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. I like right. pimento cheese, but you kind of just went with grossed out foods there, right? Yeah, and it's non-sequiturs. You know, squirrel carcass, pimento yeah. cheese usually doesn't go together. So I'm like, you know. Um, I saw you know, where just uh, I, I just happened to see today where uh, Chick-fil-A's, some Chick-fil-A's around the country are trying out a new chicken sandwich that has pimento cheese on it. I'm actually kind of excited about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to follow that up, Brady, I had something not 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 too dissimilar. Uh, I walk in my motel in hell, and uh, on the bed is a shelled peanut, a single shelled peanut. <laughs> the shell of the peanut? No, or no, an a shelled peanut. peanut. 
the actual oh, peanut. So, yeah. So the peanut inside the shell on the bed. The shell's missing. It's just a okay. peanut. Oh, it's just the brown slick no peanut. shell. Just a brown slick peanut. One, not the double barrel, not the not the two. Just one. Uh, in the sink, in the sink, sawdust. You <laughs> 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 can't even talk. This in the fridge. In the fridge. In the fridge. Liverwurst. Just, <laughs> just a liver is always worst. Just a, you know, one of those can shaped. It's like a round unit of liver. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the fun part about this would also be to try to figure out with those three things who's hiding in your room. <laughs> <laughs> I can target. almost say my dad. <laughs> Well, I, with mine, I just want to know why the pimento cheese ended up in the sink. You know. Well, I assume it's throw up. Throw up. <laughs> After he gnawed on the squirrel carcass and then Vam- saw the pig's feet. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> okay, Eric, hit us with your best shots. Okay. So, walking in the room on the bed lies the toxic Avenger. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta ask you, is he naked? <laughs> How could you tell? <laughs> his 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 body has been wrecked by radiation. I mean, how could you tell? Boy, you brought you dug that up out of the I ha- we, I haven't even thought of the toxic avenger in years. <laughs> Did he have his mop? <laughs> absolutely had his mop. <laughs> Oh, well, you win so far because I would. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, in the sink, there is a single dish, not not a regular size dish, like a, a dish that would sit under a coffee cup. Um, okay. A saucer. Yeah. A, a saucer. Yes. Saucer. Saucer. A saucer with a light, pasty, yellow stain on it. Ah, egg yolk, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) In the fridge, in the fridge is a jar of kitty litter. A jar, like we talking like a, like uh, like a, a like a Jif glass <laughs> peanut butter jar, like a bottle of Yif with. Uh, <laughs> what I think is funny is how manly we are. That we have no idea jar sizes. If we, what size jar was it? It's like a Jif jar. <laughs> a Jif jar. jar. That's not a Skippy jar. Okay. A Jif jar. A glass. Whoever there was a choosy mother. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and the reason why it's a glass gif jar, that signifies how long it's been in the fridge. Oh, it's plastique. Exactly. I'm still trying to figure out what the yellow stain is on the dish. It's either mustard or egg yolk. Old creamer. 
That okay, so that that would be a little more pale yellow than egg yolk or mustard, either one. Yep. Could be it could be dried deviled egg innards. Innards. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Innards. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. If anybody just listed this first segment, I don't know if they're gonna be bars <laughs> or it's like these people need help. Like I, I kind of like the idea of trying to think of of who uh, and just kind of as we uh, as we go here, it. yeah, the stories behind it. Because uh, again, the Toxic Avenger has me thrown for a loop. Is that a mop in your hand, or is he glad to see you? Why do I know that there's going to be a Toxic Avenger on our poster for this episode? Um, <laughs> Man, those movies were cheesy. And a nice negligee. <laughs> Ah. All right, Brady, you got to come back around, man. You got to top that. All right. Okay. Okay. I got this. I walk in the door, and there is Danny DeVito in his penguin makeup from Batman. (laughs) In the sink is glitter glue. And in the refrigerator is Smuckers. Strawberry Smuckers. Goes with his GIF jar. In a jar or not in the jar? In a squeezable tube. Oh. That hasn't been in there too long. No. (laughs) But Danny DeVito in the penguin outfit. But he's eating that raw fish, and he's got fish guts running. Yeah, that is. Is that what he's doing on the bed? Eating raw fish? You know, not the Burgess Meredith penguin, but the Danny DeVito penguin. That was way more uh, disturbing. Yeah, and and honestly, I, I never made that connection. Really, I guess a penguin would eat a raw fish. Yeah, I never really thought of that either. Ingenious. <laughs> You can listen. We're all like, wow, we never thought of that before. That's the, the awkward silence you hear is us realizing how dumb we were to never, ever catch on to. I was today days old. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out the penguin and Batman was eating raw fish because he's a penguin. And he's carrying around a rock in his pocket. What's in the box? Absolutely nothing. You chose the box. All right. So I walk in, and on the bed, I see his and her rhinestone jumpers. <laughs> no one in them, just laying there, laid out. As as in we're ready to go out on the town. And exactly, yes. Rhinestone jumpers. This is giving me suspicious mind, Todd. <laughs> rhinestone. I, uh, you said rhinestone? Rhinestone. <laughs> Like a Rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> just doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> Especially oh, it my- this on the other. So like uh, a Rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> reminds me of my favorite uh, Sylvester Stallone movie, Rhinestone. That's your favorite Sylvester <laughs> It's actually not my favorite, It's so, but it's so cheesy. I love it. You like it better than or my mom will shoot. I got to sing the song. 
Budweiser, you created a monster, and they call me Drinking Stein. <laughs> I'm Drinking Stein. I'm Drinking Stein. <laughs> For those of you that don't know that, the premise of that movie is Sylvester Stallone is the as far from being a singer as, as you could be, and Dolly Parton. Uh, turns him into a country music singer, and that's one of the songs he sings is Budweiser, You Created a Monster. In other words, he's Florida Georgia line. <laughs> uh, I go to I go to the sink. I go to the sink expecting more rhinestones. And I met with two plucked manatee whiskers. <laughs> two. Are you sure they really- belong to a dugong? <laughs> Cleanly plucked from from the scruff of a manatee, <laughs> from the jowls <laughs> of a manatee. How, how many whiskers? Over I, I, I got these whiskers from the jowls of a manatee. <laughs> and then in the refrigerator, I think uh, the human manatee. I think he was. Yeah. Did you? Oh, did you guys see the? Did I send you the picture of? Wilford Brimley and Rob Lowe, both at 50 years old. Have you seen that picture? No. My gosh. I'll send it to you. Wilford Brimley looks 90 when he was 50, and Rob Lowe, of course, looks 30 when he's 50. It's, but it's just amazing the difference in, in age or that, the that difference in how they looked. Brought up on Super 70 Sports. It was a Honus Wagner, Wagner picture, picture. He was 30. Yeah. He said, why does he look like he's 80? And he said, my grandpa said, hey, everybody looked like that when they thought they were going to die of diarrhea at any time. <laughs> 1800s, 1900s. No so, sun. tree. <laughs> Just like on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> All right. In the refrigerator, there is a jello. A jello. <laughs> A jello. A jello mold. The ring kind, the ring style, with fruit in it and cheese sprinkled on top of it. Ew. <laughs> in the other room, I hear Eric. <laughs> yeah. That uh, harkens back to one of our previous episodes of Eric and I think Eric and Brady both. I, I'm not a fan of the. Uh, uh, the cheese on the Jello, that's just oh, ridiculous. But I don't out. mind some fruit in my Jello. I don't mind some banana. Oh no, it's my fruit in Jello is fine. Okay, no cheese, it's fine. No cheese. Yeah, yeah. All right, and I've seen salad in the Jello. That's that's just <laughs> oh, big old celery chunk of Jello. Uh, I think well, Sardinia that- Elementary was guilty of that. Were they not? Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't like cocktail onions in a jello salad. Oh gosh. That reminds me, I uh I thought of you guys a while back. I was I make uh I make shakes in the morning. I make protein shakes in the morning and I uh I always put some spinach in it because spinach is a thing you can put in your shake and not taste it. So you can kind of get some healthy greens in there and not have to taste them. But yeah. every once in a while it doesn't get blended real well and you'll be drinking your shake in a big giant like piece of spinach will just stick to the front of your teeth and you got to scrape it off and I, I thought of you guys because I know you guys don't like uh, uh, salads and, and jellos and things like that you don't like your salads to mix with other foods so when you were picking out did, did you kind of go you know <laughs> no I just I just tried to not vomit as I 
pull the cell or the spinach off my teeth. <laughs> oh, chocolate, chocolate and spinach don't go real well together when you when it's. <laughs> Neither does chocolate meatloaf. I stand by. I, I rest my case. <laughs> oh. Did you know when you get? A- did you notice we would kind of like? It, it was interesting because Eric said a gin jar, and I chose um, Smuckers and a squeezable tube. And then I said glitter glue, and you said rhinestones. Do you think we like were casually suggesting something to each other? I don't know, because I never really thought of that. I never made that connection. Well, I, I thought of the peanut butter and jelly connection, obviously, but I never. Yeah. Danny DeVito and the, and the Toxic Adventure. <laughs> I love Danny DeVito. Always sunny in Philadelphia. My gosh, one of my favorite shows. So that this is all love for Danny DeVito. It's just I was thinking of his pig eating messiness, you know. Eric, okay. So, walk in the room. There are no blankets, sheets on the bed, but a lonely, singular soup ladle. Not a plastic soup ladle, a metal soup ladle. Like um, you would see an Oliver Twist. Is it small plate? Does it have soup in it? Like some no. More. No, it is clean. Except for one dried up piece of something. <laughs> Do we have some or another in it? Oh, on the outside, not on the inside. So how is the ladle laying? It is, laying, this out. it is laying diagonally on the mattress. Interesting. Could be anything. <laughs> At approximately an 11 to 5 orientation. <laughs> You're a psychoanalyst out here. I'm sure that means something. Well, that changes everything. That changes everything. It was 10 to 4. Yeah. So, it was a, so it was a left-handed ladle layer. Indeed. How do you like that alliteration? A left-handed ladle layer. <laughs> An old ladle lehiku. <laughs> <laughs> old ladle lay he did. Uh, All right. I don't, don't know get a good yodeling joke. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a dust it, off your yodeling jokes very often, do you, Brady? I do not. In 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 the fridge, oh, get the sink. the sink. Oh, the sink. Yep. Well, I don't well know. maybe his is fridge is before his sink. I was say, does it matter in what order? <laughs> I guess not. Okay. Well, so, if we're going to crack the case, you never know. So, in, in the fridge, there is a set of keys from a 1973 Chevrolet Impala. So back in the day where you needed a separate key, the square key for the ignition and the round key to get into the trunk. Well, that narrows it down. Yeah, it does. In did, the sink. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask the question. Did you own a, didn't you own an Impala? My no, parents owned an Impala. Your parents owned an Impala. Okay. I think my dad had a couple of them as well. Yeah, I've got but a they ain't known a soup ladle. <laughs> Did not own no, a metal soup ladle. <laughs> Orientated from eleven to five. <laughs> In the sink, 
is a quarter used vat of Brill cream. <laughs> Do you know what? This isn't even like vacation from hell. This is kind of like the. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, yeah, we we quickly went away from hell, and these are just interesting vacations. It's just yeah, this is just like what the heck is going on here? Well, would it be hellish? I mean, would you stay in such a place that any of these things were found in? Uh, you know, definitely I not. Can with a toxic Avenger, but a super <laughs> old man. Oh my goodness! So a vat, a, a quarter vat. A, a quarter used vat of Brill cream. So three quarters of the Brill cream is left. So a few dabs did you after you laid out the ladle. Okay, I'm sorry, but is that what's on the handle of ladle? Brill, brill, cream, doesn't dry, brill cream doesn't dry up, though. So it can't be the Brill cream. <sighs> I, I have to say, all the play it by your topics, this was very satisfying. I, I feel like we've really had uh, the the psychoanalysis of us. If someone listens to this segment, this there topic, be psychos. Well, it, let let a psychologist listen to this segment, this this topic, and then psychoanalyze us. What do you think that person comes up with? 70s nostalgia. I don't know. Because here's if we had, I don't know if anybody had anything else. I, I was writing one down in case we got to go another round. I just heard the timer, but I'll go through this quickly. So maybe this will, maybe this will, if we can put, because my next one was I walk in and on the bed I see a, a raggedy looking stained. Alf stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> Stained with what? what I don't know. It? It's, it's matted. It, it looks like it's got, uh, sc- uh, not scurvy. What's the stuff dogs get? Um, mange. Mange. <laughs> berry, berry. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, so it's just a mangy, nasty, dirty Alf stuffed animal. Full sized. The full sized st- Alf stuffed animal. Full size, as in life well, size. Well, there were no, not, but there were, there were. Maybe it's Alf. Maybe it's the actual Alf. <laughs> His Alf is only this big in real life. So is that full size? It's <laughs> <laughs> like seeing a full size dwarf. It's like, you know. <laughs> no, I meant because there were different size of stuffed Alves. Alves. Alf. <laughs> 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 I assume it follows the same rule as calf. <laughs> if they never put that joke on the actual Alf show, they missed an opportunity. <sighs> All right. So in the sink is a sock of teeth. <laughs> what kind of teeth? Human teeth? <laughs> I'm not about to open and find out, but it's just We're a out. sock of teeth. Teeth of teeth. It, it, it's a sock of teeth. <laughs> no, the person without the teeth would be a sock of teeth. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's what that person is saying. Who who put my teeth in the sock? And in the refrigerator, one single sauerkraut ball. <laughs> How big is said ball? <laughs> well, not as big as it started out being. Are you saying there's a bite out of it? No, I'm saying that it's it's gotten it's sat in the fridge long enough to where it's shrunken a little oh, bit, and integrated. yeah, and it's I can great. tell on the plate that there used to be two sauerkraut balls, but <laughs> there's one missing. So one sauerkraut ball and one remnant. Yes. Of sauerkraut. But uh, it's a good point you bring up about analyzing this because I've been thinking sauerkraut on several of these, and I never just could put together how I wanted to do it. And I had this written down before you even had your last one finished. But I don't know. I'm, I agree with you guys. There's some nostalgia there with the Alf and the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> hey, can I quickly say my next one, and I'll go fast. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But- I- that's why I had one more written down. So it was horse hoof clippings. <laughs> Wait a minute, clippings or shavings? Shaving, you know how you know, like when when a when a what are they called? A farrier? It, like like it, it's a fre- it's a freshly manicured horse. Or, or was uh, it? Or was it from the hooves of the owls? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it's owls hooves hoof shavings. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been near as exciting in the Godfather if they would have just put hoof sh- hoof shavings on the bed instead of an actual horse head. That would have been God Uncle, not quite as scary. <laughs> um, but um, in the sink is that stuff that you put in strawberry pie filling, but there's no strawberries in it. Oh, a bag of it? Glaze. Just a bag of strawberry. Bag of glaze. Yeah. Open or closed? Busted. It's spilled. It's true. bag. Bust. I love that stuff. That's the pretty bag. Hi. I got to be honest with you. That's the best thing we've found in the sink so far. It might be. And in- Brush my teeth with that stuff. <laughs> with the used toothbrush, Wear, wearing <laughs> used underwear, and end up in a sock. But um, <laughs> which would explain a lot. And, and in the refrigerator is a can. Excuse me, I didn't mean to say can. Excuse me, a pouch of tender vittles <laughs> from 1953. I'm glad you, know, you changed it because 53. What? There no pouches in 1953. Sure. <laughs> no. Okay. Sure, sure there was. <laughs> sure was. Ask the cat. No. Um, no I'm like, glad you changed it because can would have been totally unbelievable, but pouch. I think. I think that's believable. Yeah. Yeah. A pouch of tender vittles. Not from 1953. Yeah. It's you not open. Look that you up. Open it. It'll go fresh. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna just put tender vittle pouches. There you go. If this is on the internet, it is truly a miracle that at 9.41 on a Wednesday night, we could find out when Tender Vittles pouches were first manufactured in America. Whisk- whiskas? Whiskas? 
Whiskers. Yes. Were they manatee whiskers? So the question is, here's the question, the overarching question of this whole topic. Did one of the owls eat the cat that was supposed to eat the tender vittles? That's the threat. I'm telling you, one spawns the other. This has been a, I'll be honest with you, this has been a, <laughs> this has been a deeper, uh, ex- this has been deeper than I expected to be. I kind of wanted a non-thinking just uh Ending to to this podcast episode where we just didn't think and we just got goofy, but I think that I think we went deeper than that. Uh, but Brady, I will say there's something suspicious about that because the Tinder Vittle pouches were 1970s, Told 1970s. You so that doesn't okay. mean that you didn't see it though. Okay, that's true. <laughs> Tinder Vittles, maybe it was an MRE from one of the Gemini missions or something. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> All right, fellas. Good, uh, silly fun. <sighs> All right. So uh, if, if you've hung with us this long, God bless you. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, audio for our housekeeping duties here, not our hotel room keeping duties, because certainly those hotel rooms have not been kept unkempt, Brady. Unkempt. Brady. Unkempt. Yes, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> on audio, <laughs> find us on anchor.fm backslash play it by your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app, and most anywhere you find your podcast. <laughs> I just have a really Pod- funny idea for a t shirt. So we got to get three t shirts made, and Eric, our two will say unkempt Jose, and Brady's will say unkept Jose, just slightly different. Indeed. That would be awesome. Do it, or <laughs> huh? Or, or or we do it this or that, unkempt or unkempt. <laughs> That's all it says. Unkempt or unkept or unkept. Yes. Yeah. And here we go again, threatening with that play it by ear wear that we've not come through with yet. Uh, on video, YouTube, search play it by your podcast. Follow our channel. Get notified whenever our video episodes come out social media find us on facebook search play it by your podcast twitter at play it by your pod Two, instagram at play it by your podcast with underscores after all the words interact with us via email play it by your podcast 2020 at gmail.com or leave a voice message or by, by telekinesis by telling yes tell to me. Me. excuse me because i'll say are, are you being moved somewhere by someone else <laughs> Click the link at your podcast provider to leave that voice message. Well, gentlemen, pleasure as always. Uh, again, if any uh, dime store psychologists want to do uh, a psychoanalysis on that last uh, topic, please feel free and let us know what your results are. Because I've <laughs> the result I have a feeling will be large men in a white van with butterfly nets having to take us away via a Tom and Jerry cartoon. As long as they don't show up wearing uh, um, rhinestone jumpers. Rhinestone. Uh, Missing a lot of teeth. <laughs> Which are in a sock. No socks. In <laughs> Was there a horror movie one time where the, uh, like the killer kept teeth in a sock or something? It seems that's, that's ringing a bell now. I think there was. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So with that, keep your eyes out for episode 30. That sounds like a a special episode of some sort. It does. 
about that. So episode 30 coming up. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.